Welcome to Rama for Today. I said to myself, now wait a minute, wait just a minute here. These people Paul's writing to is born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speak with other tongues. And yet their body hasn't been affected by it yet. Because if something happened to their body, the right thing had happened to it, they wouldn't have to do anything about their body, would they? I said, would they? So Paul's writing to born again, spirit filled, tongue talking, divine healing, believers, miracle believers, and telling them, you need to do something with your body. What are you going to do with it? Present it to God. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now I had seen, here's something I want you to see now. I had seen way back there in late 1948, after my last church, those verses there in Romans. Wherefore, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body unto God a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God with your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. I've never seen what that said before. Now, why? I interpret in the light of what it said. People, a lot of time, preaching on what they call worldliness, and against worldliness, and on holiness. Said, don't be like the world. Well, now, what do you mean, don't be like the world? Don't eat the same kind of food they eat. You know, don't cut your hair like they do. Don't shave like the world shaves. Don't put on deodorant like the world does. <laughs> See? And so, things that they thought was wrong, like one preacher said, somebody asked him, said, is it wrong to drink Pepsi Cola? He said, I don't know, but if you'll give it up, God will bless you. Now, that's stupid. Another preacher said, I'm talking about there, said, is it wrong to drink lemonade? said, I don't know, but if you'll give it up, God will bless you. Well, he won't bless you. You don't care whether you drink lemonade or not. I'm going to make you any better or any worse in the sight of God. Remember when I was a young Baptist boy preacher, baptized in the Holy Ghost, spoke with other tongues. Left received the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists, came over among the Pentecostals. And I was pastor of a little full gospel church in the Black Land, North Central Texas. They had all kinds of ideas. Well, I didn't try to change them. You're foolish to do that. I was just a 21-year-old boy, but I did have a little sense. And I didn't try to change all of their thinking because they'd been brought up, and these are some of the scriptures they used, you know, against what they call worldliness. And so you just thought that's what that verse meant. You never studied it. Now, what he's talking about at all. Now, there are other verses that may be talking about that, but not this. So they had all kind of ideas. I'd come out from among the Baptists. But, uh, they, uh, uh, but I live right. But you know, my wife and I married, and she came from the Methodists. Well, we took this little church, and they didn't believe, you see, in women. In those days, they called them beauty parlors. They didn't believe in women getting permanent or going to a beauty parlor. And so I'd wash my wife's hair. Any of you husbands ever wash your wife's hair? It's a mammoth job unless you're a, unless you're just talented along that line. And so I said to my wife, what does it cost to go to the beauty shop or beauty parlor they call them those days and get you, get, get you, you know, you know, your hair washed, set and dried, you know. 
And, and of course, now this dates you, you know. You, you can't imagine it said 35 cents. I mean, I'm talking about Depression days, boys, 1939, late Depression days. You know what I mean? Man, you could buy a loaf of bread for a nickel. And if you wanted to go buy and buy a day old, sometimes you get two loaves for a nickel. Yeah. You buy a gallon of gas for it. had a sale on sometime. I have bought it for six cents a gallon. But all the time, it's a dime anyway. Never over 12 cents, you know. But they'd put on a sale, you know. I mean, put on, you know, get to fighting one another and get down low, you know, six, seven, eight cents a gallon, you know. <laughs> You're a young fella going with you, with, with your girl, you know. And you drive up to a station. The fella say, how much? I said, fill her up. You hold one finger outside, you see. Get a dime's worth, you know. <laughs> but that sounds big to the girl, you know. I mean, fill her up, you know, boy. They didn't anybody fill the tank up in those days, you know. Well, you're still here, you're going home. <laughs> Any fellas know anything about what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you young fellas don't know much, bless you. You keep hanging around. Us older fellas will teach you something. <laughs> Amen. Where were we in our discussion? Anybody remember? What's that? 35. 35 cents in, in 39. <laughs> See, he didn't know where it was. Bless his heart. He got me over th th 35 cents. You can get your hair set and dried, 35 cents. Well, I said, here's the money. You go do it. Well, now, what are they going to say? I said, I don't care what they said. I'm not going to wash it more for that. I mean, 35 cents? I didn't set and dry it anyhow. All I did is wash your hair. She did the setting and the drying part. I just, we didn't have dry. She just dried the best she could. <laughs> but you put your head, you know. So, she got to go in to have her hair fixed. Well, some of the ladies of the church, see, these are old-time holiness people, as they called them, you know. Come to me, you know. Said, oh, Sister Hagen, to go into the beauty parlor. I said, yes, ma'am, she sure is. I sent her. What's wrong with it? Why well, said these women down there smoking cigarettes? The too many women didn't smoke in '39, you know. If you saw a woman smoking, why well, you sort of like old B.B. Crim, the Baptist preacher, you thought, poor cigarette, fire on one end, fool on the other. <laughs> well, I said, what of it? I see fellas smoking down in the cafe sometimes. I go down I go down to the grocery store, buy groceries. They even sell tobacco down there, but I don't buy any of it. Lady said, Well, yeah, but said they tell dirty jokes. And I said, How do you know? You've been down there? No, I stay away from such places. Well, I said, I go to the barber shop sometimes they tell jokes. That's not so good, but I don't pay attention to them. Don't bother me any. Oh well, said just forget it. I said, I'm going to. <laughs> I said, I've been washing her hair and she can get it washed, set and dried for 35 cents. Bless God, that's a bargain. <laughs> Amen. And if you don't like it, I said to this lady who's talking to me, I'll just give you your nickel back. <laughs> because I know people that's griping, they're nickel givers. Because if people really gave, they'd be blessed. They wouldn't be griping. 
because the Bible said, Give, and it'll be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. And the Bible said, The liberal soul shall be made fat. The Bible said, With what measure you meet or give, it'll be measured to you. You hear anybody griping, you just mark it down, they're nickel givers. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. Boy, this is one of them days, isn't it? <laughs> Never have got around to what he's going to teach on you. Well, I'm going to get there. If you'll stay with me, we'll be there directly. If we don't get through it today, we'll get it tomorrow. It's one advantage we got it tomorrow around here. We're not about to close, you know. We run every day. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Don't really help you or not, but I'm preaching me happy. <laughs> Praise God. Well, I saw this verse over in Romans. First, I said to myself, now wait a minute, wait just a minute here. These people Paul's writing to is born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speak with other tongues. And yet their body hasn't been affected by it yet. Because if something happened to their body, the right thing had happened to it, they wouldn't have to do anything about their body, would they? I said, would they? So Paul's writing to born again, spirit filled, tongue talking. Divine healing believers, miracle believers, and tell them, you need to do something with your body. What are you going to do with it? Present it to God. And then the next verse shocked me. I mean, it came as a real revelation to me. I said, wait a minute here. He said, be not conformed to this world, be you transformed by the renewing of the mind. They need to get their minds renewed. So then, I know they're born again and spirit-filled, but their mind, I knew their mind was part of the soul. Their soul and their body wasn't affected by that. Their body and soul then weren't born again. Their body and soul wasn't spirit-filled. It was their spirit. But now then, then as they've got the Holy Ghost in them, the Holy Ghost is their helper, and he'll help them to do something with their body, and he'll help them to get their mind renewed with the Word of God. And that's what James is saying, receive the engrafted Word with meekness, which is able to save your souls. Are you listening? Then I saw this. In helping people to get filled with the Spirit. Now you see, I saw as, as a young Baptist boy preacher, uh, actually I was healed, and I gave that testimony yesterday, our faith came by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And then the thing that led me around Pentecostal people was they believed in divine healing. But the Pentecostals preached something else. They preached being baptized or filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Well, I, I just sort of closed my ears to that. You see, you can sit right there and hear and not hear. Are you listening? And I said to myself, well, I believed in, in being filled, with, I believe in the Holy Ghost, all right, but I don't know about this tongue business. So I'll put up with a little fanaticism to have a little fellowship around faith and healing. But one day I was walking down the street, my hometown, McKinney, Texas, April the 8th, 19 and 37. And I was pastor of that country community church out in the country. And I'm walking down the street talking to the Lord. And I just said to the Lord, Lord, who's right about this? And I told him what Dr. George K. Truitt, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas said. I told him what a, in essence, what a professor in Baylor University in the seminary division said. I told him what another Baptist preacher that I had great confidence in said. And you see, I was going to make an application to attend Baptist Seminary in the fall. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer includes the CD from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled Godliness is Profitable. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth Hagen entitled Staying Positive in a Negative World. Last but not least, the mini book from Kenneth Hagen entitled Itching Ears. All this for the special radio price of $17. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And, you know, before we leave today, I want to thank all of you that are, that are our partners. You know, and you say, well, what is a partner? Well, that's just somebody that prays for, for us, yes. you know, and then monthly sends in an offering, whatever they can afford to send. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a bunch. No. Uh, a lot of people, they just send, send. I'd say it like this, send what you can. That's right. And when everybody, all the partners send together and it gets here, we're able to, to continue. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on how to receive from God. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.